0: happy sabbath god is good yes i remember your pastor well and i also served with him on a mission trip on a maranatha mission trip or two to, Mex- to mexico nicaragua can't remember which one of it was both but we all have a mission right now and there's somebody trying to stop us so we can gain access to spiritual power against the one who is trying to stop us that is what we're going to be talking about today let's pray before we start Lord thank you for your love for your kindness for your mercy for telling us about the spiritual armor that you have for us in your word and enlightening us through your spirit Lord please send your spirit to be with us now Help us to absorb your word, to be cleansed by you, and to go forward with grace and love, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. I had one of those moments where it really sunk in. You've heard, be careful what you pray for, but it doesn't always sink in until a certain time in your life. And I had one of those, be careful what you pray for moments, when I prayed that God would open my eyes to the spiritual warfare going on around him. you know how John the Baptist, he was in prison. Even though he had baptized Jesus, his faith was wavering. Like, hey, isn't this guy the one? You know, are you going to be king? What's going to happen here? So he sent his people to him and they came back and reported. Well, I was just kind of wondering, like, where's the spiritual battle going on? So I prayed that. Two days later, I went out for a walk on my boys' And we were walking down through the woods right here in Bering Springs, but next to the creek that goes by Andrews University. And we stopped, and there was this big, tall, dead ash tree. And my boys wanted to go play in the creek, said okay. So I kind of like was walking around. And as I came back to that tree again, checking on the boys, um, I started feeling some rumbling beneath my feet, you know. I heard, I felt some shake, shake, pop, pop. All of a sudden, dirt started flying. And I realized what was happening was I was standing directly behind an ash tree that was falling directly towards my oldest son. Thankfully, he ran away from the tree. (laughs) Right next to him was my next son. And he was staring at me. Like, here I am behind this tree falling down. I didn't push it over, by the way. Um... (laughs) And here it's coming at him, and he's looking at me for cues on what to do. And I could tell it wasn't going to hit him, so I just told him, you're going to be okay. You're going to be all right. So the tree came crashing down beside him. All the way down, it hit a walnut tree behind them, and it broke off a 20-foot branch that slammed down right behind them. And I thought to myself, is this the answer to my prayer of, Lord, show me the spiritual battle that is always going on around us? And whether you believe that was an answer to my prayer or not, the Bible tells us that we have an enemy going around like a what? A roaring lion wanting to consume us. And I believe that's the case fully. So then I have to ask myself this question If we have to fight against the evil one, how are we supposed to fight? The Bible says there's some spiritual armor and to wear that armor. But I want to know where does it come from if I'm going to protect myself and learn how to protect my children from the enemy who is much greater than us? Where do I get that? It's kind of like a spiritual antioxidant. You've heard of antioxidants. They have the power to break up these or to stop a chain reaction of free radicals in your body um, I was doing some research recently and I wanted to look for what is the most powerful antioxidant there is so I googled it <laughs> okay. all right this is something I found back in 2012 approximately the most powerful antioxidant that they had found was something called hydroxytyrosol. now Does that help you? Okay. Um, I'll tell you more about it, and then I'll tell you where it comes from. Hydroxytyrosol is stronger than vitamin C. It's stronger than CoQ10. It's 15 times stronger than green tea. Okay? It's something super powerful, very incredible, and it will help you very much. Where is it found? What's this? This is an olive. Hydroxytyrosol is actually found in olives. It's in the leaf. It's in the oil. There it is. Now I find this very interesting because God's ways are higher than our our ways. Correct? All right. So in the Bible we have a story of the Good Samaritan. What did the Good Samaritan do to the poor guy that got beat up and everything stolen from him? Poured something on his wounds. Wine and olive oil. Okay. Why? Oil, olive oil, can soothe wounds. It also helps them heal. Now here's another interesting thing. When you are sick, the Bible gives you a prescription on how to get better. If you're going to call the elder, what's the elder supposed to do? Pray and anoint you with oil. Now one thing, now this this knocks me over, just the possibility of this. I'm not saying this is what happens, but listen to this very carefully. Hydroxytyrosol is the only polyphenol antioxidant that can pass through the blood-brain barrier. Isn't that interesting? Anoint yourself with some oil. going to do some really good stuff for you. A lot of healing, a lot of problems and diseases actually start in the mind. We become stressed, agitated, and we develop diseases. That's not where everything is caused, but I thought that was very interesting. So now that you know hydroxytyrosol comes from the olive... I mean, that's a nice thing, right? But wouldn't it be better to know where this, the armor of God comes from? Hydroxytyrosol will help you live one life. Armor of God will help you live forever. Do you want to know where that comes from? Well, I did. All right, we're going to Ephesians. All right, Ephesians 6, we're going to start here. Ephesians 6, chapter, uh, verse 10. This was our scripture reading. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. You need God's strength, okay? Without Him, you are nothing. You are tapping into a supernatural antioxidant that can give, give you strength against any problem in your life. Verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now we need God's armor. Everyone has fallen short of the glory of God. Moses, Adam, Abraham, David, everybody fell. You might think you're strong, but you have a weakness. Oh, before I get there, I'm going to give you some more antioxidants, okay? Because some of you might have seen the sermon title and just wanted antioxidants. Okay, here we go. Blueberries. 9,621. By the way, hydroxytyrosol has a OREC value of over 60,000. OREC stands for Oxygen Radical Absorbance Capacity. This is the ability of something to absorb the free radicals out of your body and stop oxidation in your body. All right. English walnuts, 13,541. Fresh oregano. Elderberries, 14,000. Pecans. Yes, nuts are loaded. 17,000, black raspberries 19,000, fresh sage 32,000, and ground turmeric 124,000 by the way if you want an increase in the tank and in the intake of the benefits of ground turmeric, boil it for 10 minutes it will be 10 times better for you Okay, heat activates what's in there okay, it's good stuff alright so you think you're strong by yourself imagine you've got your own honor built into you already well i was driving down the road one day and i saw a turtle get hit by a car and that thing shattered to pieces it was sad didn't like to see it but we're in our own strength we will be shattered by the evil one we cannot fight against him how strong is the evil one how many angels did he take out of heaven one-third when he was tempting Job, he has the power over weather. He sent wind to blow down the house where Job's children were. He sent he has power over peoples. He sent the Sabaeans and the Chaldeans to go rob all of his things. Satan has an incredible power. You can't fight him by yourself. You need something better, and he knows where your weaknesses are. How do you eat a porcupine? The belly. There are predators that do this. So we can learn from that and we can learn to buffer ourselves from our weak points. And if we don't know our weak points, we can't do that. So one we can learn from is the hedgehog. Does the hedgehog also have a similar weak point? Yes, he does. But what does he do when he's in danger? All right. We've got to learn from this guy right here. So in order for us to cover our weak spots, we've got to know what the armor is and where it comes from. Verse 13. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Verse 14. Here we come to the first piece of the armor of God. Supernatural antioxidants. All right. Here it is. Stand therefore having girded your waist with truth. So I have to ask myself, where does truth come from? Yes. Truth comes from a particular source. We could say Jesus was the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus was something else as well. John 17, 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth correct? So where does truth come from? The Word. There's a lot of standards for truth out there. Some people are making up their own truths. So I have a PhD in communication. And my, when I was doing my master's degree up at Western Michigan University, um, there's a lot of good research, but there's also some the research that explores things. Everyone out there is searching for truth. They're doing statistics to find out what's true and what's not. The problem is one person does the research this way. Someone does the research that way. If you get two different answers, how do you know what is right? This book here allowed me to cut through a lot of error going through school. All right. They don't know what truth is. A lot of people just believe you're going on auto, automatic pilot, but this tells me I have choice. Well, one of the research papers I, I was reading about and it was talking about polyamorous relationships. This is having multiple romantic partners. Now, God created us with an ideal, didn't he? A man and a wife. All right. Well, this is saying, well, it's okay to have multiple romantic partners. And if you're feeling jealous, they're like, well, jealous, that doesn't sound very good. We're going to make this sound a little more neutral. So they created a new term to make jealousy seem not so bad. So this is their new term. It's I'm feeling wobbly. So if you're jealous or angry, no, you're really just wobbly. It's not that bad. It's not that bad of a thing. Daniel, when he was going through his trials, he knew when he came to the king and they put these delicacies before him, he had an idea in his mind of what was the true thing to eat and what was the false thing to eat. He decided he was going to stay true to God. He purposed in his heart to do the right thing. What was the result of Daniel following the truth? Ten times wiser. So the truth is good for you. Where do you find that truth? In the Word. All right, next one. Staying in verse 14. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness. I'll tell you the definition to be righteous is to act in according with divine or moral law. Where do we find this? Isaiah 48:18. Oh that thou hast hearkened to my commandments. These are words spoken by God. Then had thy peace been as a river and thy righteousness as the waves of the sea. What is the root of righteousness? It's the Word. God's Word. Now, Jesus clothes you with His righteousness. But to learn what is righteous and to do what is righteous is based off of the Word. Now, is that really an armor? Because this calls it the breastplate of righteousness. Will you be protected if you know what is, what is right to do? Most of you here are baptized members of the Adventist church, I suppose. Just because you are baptized into your, to our church, you live 8 to 10 years longer than the average American. That is not just because you're in church, but it's multiple factors. This church is known for its health message in general. Um, there is a habit that's been destroying Kentucky, a lot of different states, but it's the opioid overdose epidemic. So many people are dying from opioid overdoses that the average life expectancy of Americans dropped recently. So righteousness does protect you. Those who are involved in these opioids are more likely to have children, babies, that develop intestines outside of their bodies. All right? You are protected by righteousness, doing what is Right? Where's truth found? The Word. Righteousness is in the Word. Okay, next. Verse 15. And having shied your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Where's the gospel found? It's in the Word. Mark 1.1 says, The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Now, why is this important to have? This is armor. Well, in the day of judgment... Jesus Christ is coming through the clouds. Do you want to fear that moment? No. But if you know that you are at peace with God, are you going to run away? What's going to happen to those who are not at peace with God? The Bible says they're going to run and cry for the rocks to fall on them. We don't want that experience. Having and knowing that you are at peace with God will shield you from a lot of trouble. All right. We're noticing a pattern. We'll see if it continues. Verse 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the evil one. Where does faith come from? From the word of God. Faith comes from hearing. Most people stop there. But hearing from the word of God. How did... Um, Daniel's three friends avoid being so afraid of King Nebuchadnezzar in the fiery furnace that they wouldn't bow to him. They had faith. They remembered, okay, their past when God saved them and Daniel and all the wise men from being killed because God answered their prayer about understanding Nebuchadnezzar's dream. So when we read the stories of the Bible, that's to grow our faith to face Current trials. Isn't God good? He gives us that strength. Now, some of you might need... I'm going to give you some promises because a lot of us have toxic thoughts. The devil, it says, shoots fiery darts at us. And if some of you came to church today with some fiery darts coming at you, I want to give you a few Bible verses to help you detoxify your mind. Are you ready for this? Okay, what does this look like practically? I know we're hearing that the Word of God happens to be a very incredible shield its armor for us but what that's like in practical world okay i'm going to give you some temptations that you might have faced recently some negative thoughts then i'm going to get some antioxidants some bible promises and rid them are you ready here we go temptation number one i am a sinner god does not care if i live Ezekiel 33, 11 says this, Say unto them, as I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways. God is love. Temptation, I have made a mistake. I have a record. 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to what? Forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Do you have a dirty history? Not anymore. Next temptation. God is keeping track. He's got this list up there. Psalm 103.12. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. God's love is running out. He can't possibly have patience for me. Psalm 103.11. For as the heaven is high above the earth so great is his mercy toward them that fear him but God doesn't know what it's like Hebrews 4 15 but we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin how's that for a spiritual detox is God good he is he can absorb every dart that the devil throws at you but he can only do it if you have this armor do you want the armor amen okay let's figure out where the rest of them come from then alright verse 17 and take the helmet of salvation where does salvation come from could this be tied to the word somewhere all right, 2 Timothy 3.15. This is written to Timothy. And that from a child. From a child. Do you care about giving your children good food to eat? Do you want them to have good antioxidants in their food? All right, let me, let me just show you the best antioxidant right there. Okay, here it is. From a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. The scriptures are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. You wouldn't even know salvation was possible if it wasn't for this book. This book gives you hope. This book tells you about a savior who loves you and died for you. By the way, don't fall asleep. I've got some very, very incredible antioxidants at the end. All right, here we go. Now the next one, 17. We're nearing the end of the armor of God here. It says, and take the helmet of salvation, and the final one here is, depending on how you count, the sword of the Spirit, which is... The Word of God. All right. Even if you wanted to go... By the way, this is your offensive weapon. You want to fight the devil? Okay. The devil came to Jesus. What did Jesus say to the devil? It is written. How many times did he say that? All right. Now, here's the scary part. How many times did the devil say it is written? Depending on the gospel that you're reading, during either the second or the third temptation, the devil said... It is written. And he tempted him out of the Bible. Some of you might think, you know what, I'm in church. I'm a Seventh-day Adventist. I go to church on the Sabbath. Um, I've read the Bible. You know, I've got pretty good knowledge. Should you stop studying? All right. All right. All right. Here's another question. How old was Daniel when he was studying the Bible? The Scriptures. And he realized when he was reading the prophets that the 70-year captivity was coming to an end. He was old. Guy. He, uh, he was aged. Why? Because he was one of the ones that was taken into captivity. But even in his old age, he was still studying the word and gaining truth. By the way, hopefully all your elders here and your pastors and all of you will keep reading that because Daniel then interceded for his people okay the Bible opens our eyes to what's going on so I noticed a little pattern here and that pattern is diet played a really important role in some people's lives one of them was Daniel and his friends right Then we have John the Baptist, which I'm about to come back to. But I want you to remember the original diet, something very neat about that diet. Um, There wasn't a lot of animals in that diet. Something interesting about antioxidants. If I cut my thumb off and my thumb was laying on the floor, that would represent the level of antioxidants in animal products. My shoulder represents the amount of antioxidants in fruits and vegetables. On average, fruits and vegetables have 64 times the amount of antioxidants in meat. Even, I wish I could find this in another source, I read this in one place, but even salmon. Oh, salmon, oh, incredible, incredible. Iceberg lettuce has a 1,000 times, excuse me, 1,000% the level of antioxidants is salmon. Okay, It's just, that's where you get the good stuff so if you want concentration go there All right, so here's one more someone see daniel and his friends had to get ready to for temptation and that whole story is t- talking about getting ready for the end time where well, there's someone else who is getting ready for jesus to come and that was john the baptist he was preparing the way for the lord now i want you to take note really quick of the diet of john the baptist what did he eat All right, so you might not realize it, but you all just gave the same answer. (laughs) Let me explain that, okay? Let me explain this, okay? This is a locust tree. Some people might call it a carob tree. Why is it called a locust tree? Because they look like locusts, okay? Those are bean pods. It's called a locust tree, because the bean pods look like locusts. And it's, "Oh, that's well, still kind of a stretch, you know how do we really, really know what he was eating? Um, well, there's another name for this tree. Do you know what it's called? St. John's bread. St. John's bread. Why do they call it St. John's bread? All right. Because that's what they believe he was eating when he was out in the wilderness. Isn't that awesome? If you go to the Encyclopaedia Britannica, it okay, will tell you that this is called St. John's bread because that's what they believe. If you go studying Jewish history and folklore, they'll tell you John the Baptist was out eating carob pods, locusts, carob pods, all right? There you go. Now, the interesting thing about carob is carob also has a very high auric value. It's higher than chocolate. All right, people like to chocolate is incredible for you. Well, carob is 10 to 15% higher in its org value. And it also has over 20 different types of antioxidants. John the Baptist was out there detoxing and preaching to everybody to get ready for Jesus Christ to come again. Now, I think that's a pretty impressive antioxidant. Whether or not you really like the taste, um, maybe you just need to experiment a little bit more. Uh, have some fun with that. All right. But there's... I'm going to tell you my last two antioxidants, okay? Number one is the highest auric score I've ever seen. And it's over a million. And it was found in something called Dragon's Blood. The problem is, some people think it's a mutagen. They wonder if if I take this stuff... Will this help me actually get better, or is this actually going to hurt me? So, right now, there's some debate about that. I don't have the answer for you. But I can tell you this there is another blood, lamb's blood, that's even more powerful than dragon's blood. Why? Thank you. Okay, this book. This book can help you detoxify your current life into the future, correct? What about your past? What about, all right, yeah, you made this mistake, you made that mistake. The lamb's blood can cleanse murder. It can cleanse adultery. It can cleanse lying. It can cleanse stealing. Jesus Christ gave his life and his blood so that you would have the ability to detoxify your life Right now, tomorrow, in all of your past history. He loves you. That's why he gave you this book. He wants you to have the abundant life. It's a gift, just like his blood was. So I have two final appeals for you. Number one, if you're a member of this church or Christian, and you believe that you know the Bible well. Praise God. Don't neglect it. Keep reading. Here's the admonition that was given to Joshua. Joshua 1.8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then shalt thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. By the way, if anyone did not need to read the Bible, I mean, I'm guessing it would have been Joshua. Joshua was with Moses um, when they were coming down the mountain, right, with the Ten Commandments. Joshua was the commander. Joshua led all the armies. Joshua was the right-hand man of Moses all the time. Who knew it better than Joshua? I don't know. But what did God tell him? Meditate day and night. Okay, so if you're a Christian already, meditate day and night on this. Number two, if you're new here and you're wondering, how do I meet that guy that shed his blood for my mistakes? Because I need that. These are, I believe, in your pews. Oh, what a wonderful thing, all right? A Connect card, put your name on there. Now, you don't have to use this, by the way. But one option, put your name on here. Put your phone number. Put your contact information. Give this to me. Give this to the pastor. Give this to an elder. If you don't want to do this, that's fine. Come talk to us. Say, I want to learn about that man that died for me, who has the ability to get rid of all my past history. Please do that. May the Lord bless you as you proceed in his word and his truth.